You're listening to A Step Forward, episode 15. Welcome to A Step Forward, a podcast for orientation and mobility specialists. I'm your host, Cassie Maloney. Orientation and mobility specialists are changing the way that people with visual impairments view themselves, view their world, and are able to travel in the most independent way possible. Join me every week for simple how-to strategies and inspiring conversations that will help you get from where you are to where you want to be. If you're ready, we're about to rock and roll. Let's take a step forward. Well, hey, and welcome to the very last episode of 2019. As I'm recording this right now, my family and I are actually getting ready to go on a long road trip to spend Christmas with my husband's family in Colorado. If you know me at all, you know I don't do well with the cold. I get very angry when I get cold. (laughs) But our family does love the snow, and so I'm really, really looking forward to it. We'll be out in, like, rural Colorado, and the boys will get to play in the snow, and hopefully it'll be snowing over Christmas. I think that'll be really fun, but if not... Then we're going to go up into a nearby mountain either the day before or the day after Christmas and go play in the snow there. So I'm really looking forward to it. If you've been following me on Instagram, you've probably seen photos, maybe some videos, because that's where I share any personal stuff. So that will have been so fun. But as you're listening to this right now, it's either the end of 2019 or we are already in 2020. And I've really been thinking about what makes an impactful orientation and mobility specialist. A couple episodes back, we talked about how you can be more successful in your life and how to define what that looks like for you. So we're going to take that information and kind of apply it here because I want to share with you the three traits that the most impactful O&M specialists have And I don't think that you're going to be able to guess them right off the bat because you'll notice that none of them have anything to do with the subjects that they know. The definition of impactful, what does that mean? If you look it up on the Google, it says that the definition of impactful is having a major impact or effect. So basically, the most effective. Now, these people are successful in their own rights doesn't necessarily mean they have a career that's in front of the whole world. That may not be their version of success. They may or may not consider that impactful for themselves. But in their teachings, these traits help them to be the most effective teachers possible. And as we go about these, I want you to think about, do I have this How can I strengthen it? And even possibly, like, do I agree or do I not agree? Also, you don't have to agree. So the first thing that I think is a trait of the most impactful O&M specialists is resiliency. Resiliency is defined as the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties or toughness. The ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape or elasticity. We'll go with the first one. The capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. I don't think that anybody in the orientation and mobility world 
can say that our jobs come without any difficulties. But it's your ability to recover quickly from those and also to be resourceful and figure out ways to overcome them. When O&M specialists have resiliency, they have the ability to objectify failure. They have the ability to allow themselves to fail without taking it personally to the point where they don't try again or they don't allow themselves to fail to begin with. So here's a little personal anecdote. So a lot of my friends were really into personal development. I don't know why, but that's just most of my friends are really into personal development and they like to pick a word for the year. And for the past like three or four years, I have avoided picking a word. To me, it just feels really committal. (laughs) I don't really like picking one word, whatever the case may be. But this year, the word that sounds the best is fail. When I think about failure, God, I cringe. It just sounds horrible. I'm such a perfectionist. I'm the total type A personality. You've seen my schedule. It is 100% color-coded down to the minute, and even oftentimes on the weekends. I do not like to fail. I do not like to do things that people might think are, you know, beginner-worthy. I have grown up so tight and so rigid. Just even me as a little kid, if you think about little kids running around and playing, I grew up going to this daycare or aftercare, well, daycare and then aftercare. And we would go play out of the back of the daycare center and I would literally just stand or sit next to the adults. And it wasn't because I didn't want to have fun. It was because I was so scared to move my body in a way, anyway, that anybody would judge me. Like I'm that much of a perfectionist. So this year, the biggest thing that I'm going for is failure. I'm making a list of a hundred things I'm going to fail at. If you've been following me for I don't know how long, you've watched me fail many times. I could have failed at starting this podcast. I cannot listen to the first three episodes. Cannot do it. Because to me, like I didn't even want to put those out. But without this ability, without having the fortitude to try new things, we do not grow. We cannot be as effective as possible in our profession if we don't have this ability. And if we keep stunting our own growth, the only thing that happens is that we stunt the growth of our students. How many times have you avoided taking on a student because you didn't know everything that there was to know about their etiology or about their age range or something like that? How many times have you avoided teaching a lesson that would take you to a part of town that you didn't fully know? How many times have you avoided handing your student a piece of technology because you didn't fully know it? Think about all the things that we stop ourselves from doing because we haven't practiced resiliency. Right, it's a lot. I paused there for a reason because I wanted it to sink in for you. It's a lot. And it's not just you. I think we all do it. In the past, I've done the same myself. And I've seen time and time again where not only does it hurt me or hinder me in my own life, 
but it hinders my students. It hinders my ability to make an impact on my students' lives. Sometimes it hinders my ability to go home at a decent hour, and that's not okay. I mean, granted, right now I work from home mostly, but in the past, it really hindered my ability to make a significant impact in my students' lives. And it's just a skill, it's just a trait that we need to practice. So if you've been doing things the safe and easy way, not taking any risks, things that come naturally to you, if you've been just doing those things and you've been staying in that safe area, then I urge you to look and see what else you can be practicing that isn't 100% up your alley, that isn't easy, that isn't safe, that comes with risks, and that might lead you to fail. I wonder what those would look like, and I urge you to take those steps to make that happen. Little by little, you don't have to like jump out of a plane tomorrow, you don't have to decide you want to be an O&M specialist in Norway if you don't speak Norwegian, but start to think about how can I practice more resiliency this year? And here's the deal. When you do that, when you are giving up something, when you're choosing a new way of doing things, one of the best ways to make it stick is by not only deciding what you're going to do, but why you're going to do it and what you are looking forward to as the outcome. So your why might be so you can become more impactful, so you can see your family more often, and what you can look forward to. You can look forward to feeling excited. You can look forward to seeing your students do better at what they're doing. Why are you doing this? Like, why does it matter to you? It's not because I'm telling you to do it, but why does it matter to you? Remember, I'm not the hero in this story. I'm just a guide. (laughs) I'm just another voice giving you my own opinions. You are the one actually making these moves. And you are the one who's putting yourself in a position to become a better teacher, which is not easy. And nobody is going to pretend that becoming a better teacher and becoming more impactful is easy, especially if you're taking on resiliency as one of the things that you're going to work on. So let's think about this. In a couple years, say you do become more resilient and you just become more comfortable with failing, right? That's my why, is I want to become more comfortable with failing because I want to be more impactful. I can't play the game if I'm literally and metaphorically standing on the sidelines. I stood on the sidelines for my entire childhood, and I refuse to do that anymore. And now I'm crying. (laughs) Welcome to the new year with Cast Cries on the Podcast. What I'm looking forward to is better and deeper connections with you, specifically the person listening to this podcast. I'm looking forward to making a bigger impact in the lives of people with visual impairments. I'm looking forward to getting back up and feeling the feeling of getting back up. I'm looking forward to building our company and employing more people around the world so that they can lead their best lives. That part is really fun too for me. Those are all things that I'm looking forward to. They may not be the things that you're looking forward to. Why are you doing this? What are you looking forward to? 
go ahead and write those things down. And if you want, write down a couple things that you're going to fail at. Like, shoot for the moon. Write down things you're going to just go for. And it doesn't matter what area or aspect of your life it's in. You know, it could be anything. So the second trait that the most impactful O&M specialists have is that they are students for life. They don't graduate university and walk out and say, okay, I'm done, I know it all. I mean, maybe they say, okay, I'm done, master's degree is finished. Finished basket. They might say that, and nobody blames you if you do. But at some point, you have to put the student back on and realize that you don't know everything. Impactful O&M specialists stay abreast on current issues, not just topics that they need right now. They look at things like what technology is coming down the pipe, what new road styles are coming up, what new technologies are coming around for my student, what new canes are coming up, is there a new way that we should be assessing students? They are able to not just keep their head down and focus only on the issues that their caseload is having right now, but lift their head up, even if it's just a little bit look out into the horizon and be able to set themselves up to be in a position to take in that information, even if it doesn't feel 100% applicable right now, because then they can take their notes and use those notes later. For example, last year at the symposium, we had a presentation about retinal implants, and lo and behold, like three weeks later, my student comes to me and says, oh, by the way, I'm getting retinal implants. Because I had those notes from that presentation, I knew how to navigate that conversation. I knew what questions that I needed to send him to the doctor with. I knew what information to gather from him, from his family. Because as O&M specialists, you know that we're the last to find out about just about anything in our students' lives very often. And if you don't know how to navigate those waters because you've just been keeping your head down on, you know, my student needed, you know, what I thought at that time was to be able to travel in the darkened environment, and that was our issue. Turns out what he needed, you know, just a couple weeks later was for me to be the expert and initiate a conversation that included medical information that I previously would not have been able to have and I wouldn't have been able to Google and figure it all out. So being able to stay abreast on current issues and being able to see their blind spots and to understand that there's a whole world of things that they don't know that they don't know. Have you ever filled out those charts at school where it's like, what do you know? What don't you know? And then you have to think about what don't I know that I don't know? So our three-year-old right now has been having this thing where he constantly says, I know, to everything. I mean, like, everything. And he says it with such a conviction. So he got this new art thing. And my husband was trying to explain him how to use it. And he said to my husband, I know. My husband was like, no, you don't know how to use this. And you don't know everything. And he looked at my husband square in the eye, just straight on, and said, I know everything. and we, my husband and I, can, we know that he doesn't know how to use even, like, this art thing, but my three-year-old is convinced that there's no other world outside of what he already has experienced. To him, he's living on the edge of who he is, 
and he has no amygdala, so he can't really, like, rationalize it in his head anyway. But I just thought it was so funny and such a great example of, like, how many times do I do that in my life? How many times do you do that in your life? Where you walk into a situation, there's some new thing presented, maybe, and then you just write it off saying, I know everything. I'm still laughing over here. By being a student of life, when I'm specialist, seek out those blind spots. And it's okay if you don't know everything. Nobody knows everything, especially when you're three. <laughs> so the third trait of impactful O&M specialists is that they're part of a bigger mission. It can become really, really easy to isolate yourself on an island all by yourself all year, for years, and not reach out to other people and just go through your daily life helping your students on that scale. And while I'm not saying that anything wrong with that, there's not. If you're super introverted and you really don't want anybody to help you at all, okay, well, yeah, you should reach out. But I think when you're part of a bigger mission, it makes your exhilaration for your career even more amped. At Allied, we aren't just creating conferences and online courses for you. We're creating a movement. Now, our mission is to help thousands of people with visual impairments around the world live lives that are independent, successful, and fulfilling. But that starts by empowering you to lead your most successful and fulfilling life. Whatever that looks like for you, we aren't heroes in this story. You are. You're the one doing the work. We're just simply here to say, hey, what do you think about this idea? Hey, what do you think about that idea? By being part of a bigger mission, we've gotten to watch extraordinary orientation and mobility specialists like Anna Peskin, Jen Freeman, and Tim Richards go from being talented O&M specialists with information that could help others to them actually impacting the lives of hundreds of other O&M specialists. When you learn from them, our hope is that you leave any experience with us feeling excited to take the next inspired action, which then leads you to being able to help your students lead more independent and fulfilling lives. So those are the three traits. And here's the thing, is that in order for them to really, really be impactful, you've got to stack them up. There's a reason that the Venn diagram has been so prominent. It's because they take separate entities, traits, skills, what have you, and they put them together. And then you can see what happens and what doesn't happen when each of the parts overlap. By stacking each of these traits, you will become the most impactful ONM specialist that you can be. If you start to practice resiliency, if you continue to be a student for life, and if you become part of a community that has a bigger mission than just going to work and going home, these three things together are paramount. Impactful O&M specialists are impactful and they are successful because they look for all of those things. They go out seeking them. Where can I try something new, even if it's not going to work 100%? Where can I learn about what's happening in my field? And where can I do my part to be part of a community and a bigger mission? So I get to ask you now, as we wrap up, how are you finding your blind spots? 
How are you willing to fail? And who are you going to get in community with and become part of a bigger mission? So that way you can live your most successful, your most fulfilling, your most impactful life as an orientation and mobility specialist. If you are looking for a community of people who will help you to do all of these three things from now, when this is airing, until the end of January, we have our Facebook group open and it's quite lively right now, which is so fun. We're going to be kicking things off in the new year and January is the time where we all really gather together and we've got some fun giveaways going on in there and we have some really fun trainings happening this month all for mission making you a better teacher ultimately help 10,000 people with visual impairments lead their most independent successful and fulfilling lives if you'd like to be a part of that just go over to the show notes And you will see a link there. And we're just happy to have you in there. All right, friends. I will see you very soon. Bye for now.